Today, we begin our look at players the Islanders could target in trades during the season with Kevin Fiala, and we review Zdeno Chara's season and possible future with the Islanders. All that and more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Sark tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, and welcome to the Monday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Bet BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet online where the game starts. We also want to thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, and it's great to have you as a part of the Locked On Islanders family. We have got a lot to discuss on today's show, but first, if you've got something Islanders-related on your mind, if you have a, a question, a comment about something we talked about, maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss on the show, Feel free to send us an email, the email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings from free agency, trade rumors, the upcoming NHL draft, everything concerning your New York Islanders between now and the start of training camp in September. We're going to start looking at some players the Islanders may target in trades. And we know what the Islanders' goals are. They need to add a puck-moving defenseman. And they need to add a goal scorer or two. And it's the second category that we're going to start examining today. The player we're targeting today, uh, someone who has been rumored to be uh, a possible target for the New York Islanders, Kevin Fiala. Now, Fiala spending this past season with the Minnesota Wild. He's been with the Wild since the trade deadline in 2018-2019, he will turn 26 in July. So you're talking about a player who is right now in his prime and his current salary cap hit $5.1 million. Not exorbitant, but not cheap. And part of the reason that 
you have a situation where the Minnesota Wild uh, are willing to part with Fiala is that Minnesota is in a very, very difficult cap situation. They have a crunch. They've got a shed salary. And believe me, under the right circumstances, the New York Islanders would be thrilled to take a player like Kevin Fiala off their hands. Now, for those of you who may not be as familiar with Fiala, uh, he spent all of his career in the Western Conference, so it's not like the Islanders see him all the time, you know, once or twice a year. And then, of course, during the two COVID-shortened seasons, you're not seeing him much at all. But Fiala, 5'10", 193 pounds, so not very tall, but solid, built solidly. Uh, native of Switzerland, and coming off a career year, he had a 23-goal season in Nashville back in 2017-2018, and then has been over 20 goals in each of the last three seasons, Uh, 23 goals in 64 games in 2019-20, 20 goals in 50 games in the uh, COVID-shortened 2020-2021 campaign, And then this year, in 82 games, 33 goals and 85 points. He was a plus 23 for the Minnesota Wild. Now, one of the things I really like uh, about Fiala is that he is a guy who can get it done both on the power play, which the Islanders certainly could use a boost on, And on the PK, he had one shorthanded goal, five power play goals, and 12 power play assists. But also 40 assists at even strength. And 27 goals at even strength. So here is a player who can not only boost the power play, but can also uh, boost the five-on-five for the Islanders, and that would be certainly welcome. And, you know... You got a situation where maybe, just maybe, you know, the fact that Fiala was on a line this past year with Kiprasov sort of boosted his statistics just a little bit. But you know what? Having him on a line with Matthew Barzal could boost his numbers back to roughly the same level Again, if he ends up playing on a line with Barzi, and I think that that would be a good, good fit. The Islanders need a top-line forward who can put 25, 30, 35 goals into the net. They need a guy who's going to shoot the puck more often. And, you know, one of the things that you, you look at is how many shots on goal... He attempted 453 shots in 82 games and had 262 shots. That's three shots on goal per game, plus a little more, and his shooting percentage, a respectable 12.6. That's, you know, last three years, 13.1, 12.3, 12.6. That's right where, you know, he's consistently been over the last three years, so... A lot of fits, and the cost shouldn't be that high when you consider how desperate the Wild are. The, the Islanders might be able to get, uh, you know, 
a, a player like Fiala for maybe a second or third round pick, even if it's a first round pick. But, you know, you hope that that's not really the case. And again, here is a, a winger who I think could help out the New York Islanders on their top line. A lot of reasons to like him. Does he play defense as much as you really would like him to? Well, he may have some adjustments to make to the Islanders' system, but overall, I think you're looking at a player who really, really could be a difference maker for the Islanders, and not they wouldn't have to break the bank for him, and that is, again, a blessing. $5 million cap hit is doable for the New York Islanders under the circumstances. You don't, you wouldn't have to make major moves to free up that kind of cap space and still re-sign your restricted free agents and your uh, the guys you want to bring back. So uh, Fiala, definitely someone the Islanders should think about, and we'll see how that plays out over the course of this offseason. And again, throughout the next few weeks, we will consistently discuss some additional players who the Islanders may be targeting as trades uh, this offseason, and they definitely do. And, and Lula Morello has said he is looking to make some moves. We've got a lot more to discuss on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. When we come back, we'll look at Zdeno Chara's season that was and what, if any, future Big Z has with the Islanders, plus our Islanders' birthday of the day. We're going to go back to the mid, early to mid-2000s to talk about a defenseman who brought a little bit of offense but a lot of good skating and steady play. Let's see if you can guess who that is. All that coming up on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. I want to talk about our next partner. He has a product that I literally use every day. I started taking AG1 because I didn't want to be taking all kinds of pills and vitamins every day, and, and I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. And now, I've been on it for about seven, eight weeks, and I love it. it. It doesn't taste like it's super healthy. It kind of has a mild, tropical taste that I actually look forward to each morning. So, what is this stuff? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adoptogens, to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all these things. And look, it's lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs or nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, it's just one scoop and a cup of water every day, and that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thanks for making Locked On Islanders your first listen. Now for your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. It's free 
and available wherever you get podcasts. So the next player we're discussing as we continue our player-by-player look at the Islanders roster, Zdeno Chara, the 45-year-old defenseman born in Czechoslovakia, 6'9", 250, the biggest player in the National Hockey League, played 72 games for the Islanders, had two goals and 14 points, was a plus eight, which put him near the top of all Islanders players, also had 85 penalty minutes, wasn't afraid to drop the gloves and defend his teammates over the course of the season, and no question, Zdeno Chara got off to a slow start this year. He was not hitting on all cylinders. Even a veteran like Z uh, needed some time to adjust to the Barry Trot system to get used to his teammates. I would say his first 10 to 15 games were below, well below expectations, and maybe I'm being nice by just not saying terrible. Uh, part of the problem, I think, for Chara is, you know, they bring in Z to replace Nick Letty. And Chara has a very different skill set than Letty. Chara is more, at this stage of his career, of a stay-at-home defenseman. He's a guy who's going to be good in his own zone, help clear opposing players away from his own goal, uh, battle in front of the net, and just play solid defensive hockey. He did that from... I would say the last 40, 50 games of the season for sure. Struggled a little bit early, but didn't provide all that much offense. You know, two goals, 14 points in 72 games. Not exactly uh, Nick Letty-type territory. Uh, one thing that you got to give Zidane Chara a lot of credit for, and maybe it wasn't discussed enough over the course of the season, the development over the course of this year uh, of some of the younger defensemen and in particular Noah Dobson I think the fact that Dobson was paired with Zdeno Chara helped speed up his development Zdeno Chara leading by example and how many times on the bench if you were watching the games at home did you see the camera focus on the bench and there's Zdeno Chara talking things over with Noah Dobson. Look, Dobson ended up being third on the Islanders with 51 points, 38 assists, put him second. He probably wouldn't get there till maybe even next season, maybe even a little bit later than that, without the help of Zdeno Chara. And I think other players who were there for less time, but guys like Robin Sallow, for example... Uh, guys like Grant Hutton, some of the younger defensemen also benefited from being on the same team and sometimes being paired with Zdeno Chara. So it goes beyond just goals and assists and plus minus and, you know, how many fights he got into to stick up for his teammates. Zdeno Chara was almost like having an extra assistant coach on the bench and on the ice, and that had value. Now, that's all well and good, but what happens next for Zdeno Chara? At this point, it's going to be hit and miss. Does Big Z 
end up retiring at the end of the season. I would tend to say the odds are better than 50-50 that Chara decides to call it a career, hang up his skates, and move on. But if he doesn't, would the Islanders want him back? I think that's possible, but it may not be the wisest thing. Look, you've got two veteran defensemen on this roster in Andy Green and Zdeno Chara. Under no circumstances, even if they both want to come back, should the Islanders bring them both back. Maybe you could bring back one. Maybe you shouldn't bring back either. Uh, but I would tend to think if you bring back one, they should be the sixth or more likely even the seventh defenseman who comes in and, and, and gives you that help when someone else gets injured, when things get tough. When someone is in a slump, they help almost again as an extra assistant coach. That would be, I think, the ideal role for Zdeno Chara if he comes back next year. But I would tend to think that the odds are greater than 50-50 that Zdeno Chara's Hall of Fame career, and he is going into the Hall of Fame most likely in his first year of eligibility after he retires, uh, it's probably over as of this point. He's capable of giving you, you know, he averaged 18.44 of ice time this year. He's capable of giving you 16, 17, 18, 19 minutes a night. But I think in the long run, it's time for this team to start to get a little younger. And to be honest with you, you get 45, the age of Zdeno Chara. If he's not on your roster next year, I don't know if the Islanders are still going to be the oldest team in the NHL uh, when the rosters are all totaled up. I know Zdeno Chara, uh, I mean, I know that Lou Lamorello likes his veterans. I think he'd welcome back Zdeno Chara if Z wants to come back. But again, we have to see what kind of decision Chara makes during this offseason. We have got a lot more to discuss on today's show. We have our Islanders' birthday of the day and some more final thoughts on trade prospects and Big Z. So all that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Bet Bet BetOnline continues to be the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, the Stanley Cup playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. We're a day late on this one because Sunday was the, 40, uh, the 47th birthday of former Islanders defenseman Yanni Ninema. Ninema, a native of Finland, originally drafted by the Flyers in the second round back in 1993, played professionally for three years in Finland before joining the Flyers in 96-97, was traded to the Edmonton Oilers and then joined the Islanders late in the 2002-2003 season. Was with the Islanders for uh, parts of three years, the 2002-2003, all of 2003-2004, and then 
was traded midway through the 2005-2006 season to Dallas, later played for Montreal before heading back to Europe to finish his career. Uh, in his career, Needham played in 741 NHL games, 54 goals, 319 points, and 733 penalty minutes, add 59 playoff games, including 10 with the Islanders, three goals and 24 points there, one goal and four points of those coming with the Islanders. He was 6'1", 220, so he had good size, uh, wasn't afraid to get physical at times, had, you know, close to 90 penalty minutes a few times, and could pass the puck, move the puck, and had a couple of seasons like, you know, 0304, his full season with the Isles, nine goals, 28 points, so he could provide a little offense as well. We're going to go back and look at one of Yanni Ninema's better games with the Isles. We take you to March 12, 2004 at the Pond in uh, Anaheim. Islanders and the Ducks. Rick DiPietro, the goalie for the Isles. Martin Gerber is in goal for the then mighty Ducks of Anaheim. And it was the Islanders getting on the board first. Cliff Ronning getting the only goal of the first period, his ninth of the year. Assists to our Islanders' birthday of the day, Yanni Ninema and Marius Tchaikovsky. That goal coming at 17:43. In the second period, the Ducks get a power play. Oleg Kavasha off for holding the stick. Samuel Paulson scores his seventh. Peter Sikora and Rob Niedermeyer get the helpers at 15:22. It's a 1-1 hockey game late in the period. But then. Our Islanders' birthday of the day, Yanni Ninema comes up with his eighth of the year. Kenny Janssen and Cliff Ronning with the assist at 18.05. Islanders up 2-1 after 40 minutes of play. In the third, Rob Niedermeyer off for hooking the Islanders back on the power play. And Dave Scatcher gets an empty net goal as the Ducks pull their goalie late in the game. An empty netter at 19.14, Jason Blake and Michael Pecco with the assist. Islanders win this one by a score of 3-1. to one. 45 saves for Rick DiPietro in this one to earn the win. Islanders outshot by a margin of 46-29. to 29. But for Yanni Ninema, our Islanders' birthday of the day, a goal, an assist. He was a plus two, and his goal was the game winner. He was on the ice for 27 minutes and three seconds so you could see how big of a contribution he made to the Islanders' success in this contest, and that was a good thing. So again, uh, we want to wish a very happy 47th birthday to Yanni Ninema. His birthday was yesterday, Sunday, and he is our Islanders' birthday of the day. You know, I'll tell you, I think Kevin Fiala, getting back to that, would be a, a smart acquisition for the New York Islanders. He's young enough. He's skilled enough. He seems to be coachable. You're not worrying if the if Lou Lamorello and Lane Lambert are preferring young, uh, you know, veteran players over the very young guys. Fiala would certainly fit in to that system. And here's another thing. Uh, when you look at Fiala, uh, the very fact that he had played for Nashville when he first came up, you know, he he may very well be familiar with that the kind of system 
that the Islanders are looking to play, and maybe that makes him an even better fit for uh, the New York Islanders in a trade. But again, we'll see, and we'll continue our look at potential trade targets for the Islanders over the course of the offseason. We'll also start to look at some prospects in the draft this year as we get closer to that. Thanks for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL. From first-round matchups to each Stanley Cup kiss, Locked On NHL covers the playoffs like no other. Hear the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. I host the show on Monday. I co-host on Friday, and they're a great host the rest of the week. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Islanders. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe, and of course, let's go Islanders.